Now, as promised, I'm joined in studio by Kingori Gathinji, the head of investment and financial fitness from Stanbic Bank. Very warm welcome to you, Kingori, this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Sony. Very, very happy to be here. Thank you for having uh, Stanbic Bank. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to an exciting discussion on financial literacy, money, uh, and maybe we'll talk about love, given the month. Yes, honestly, I'm super excited for this conversation because I think that sometimes financially, fin- financial literacy can seem like such a daunting conversation. It's like, where do you even begin? And I know you have this Financial Fitness Academy. Could you please talk me through a little bit what, about what that is? So the Financial Fitness Academy, and thank you, Sony, was really our, our effort as Stanbic Bank, appreciating that, I mean, we say it all the time, that Kenya is our home and we drive our growth. Mm. And financial literacy is a missing piece for many people in their financial journeys. So when we looked at it, we felt there were gaps. Most people will go through a full life litigation and never get taught about money. They're not taught about it in school. They're not taught about it at home. And we said, can we initiate this conversation? And we put together a program that we've been running now since 2017. And we've had wonderful conversations, I'll tell you, with people just um, speaking about their objectives, their hopes, their dreams when it comes to finances, when it comes to money, and how we can walk that journey with them. So that's a financial fitness academy. And who is it for this academy? It really is for everybody. So you might be surprised to know that we've done financial fitness academies for six-year-olds. Wow. We do them for retirees. We yeah. do them for people at all spectrums along the financial journey. And with the team we have at the bank, we're able to speak to your priorities depending on your phase of life. Um, so it's for everyone. Um, we've done it in different languages. We've done it in different countries. It's run across the, the globe, actually across the continent, I should say. So really, it's a discussion we can have with anybody who's concerned about their money. And how would somebody find out about, you know, if they if somebody like myself is interested in signing up, how often does Stanbic Bank run these uh, academies? So in 2024, so if I go back to 2017, we've uh-huh. spoken now to approaching 20,000 individuals. So one word of mouth. So a lot of people who've been through the program come back to us and say, won't you speak to or could you speak to our chama? We've gone to schools and really as that spreads. But in mm-hmm. 2024, we want to make a more deliberate effort. Um, and we're going to be running more and more, if you like, public platforms. And I guess oh, this I is see. an example where you will be able to find us on different forums um, and access the program, engage with it. Uh, but we're also open to speaking to people directly, institutions, organizations, um, and that's what we've done a lot over the last few years. So what have you seen in terms of behavior change after somebody's going through the Financial Fitness Academy? That's a big question because that's why we started the program. And it's a journey. Um, for a lot of people, I think once you begin to demystify, because one of the things my colleagues and I sometimes are guilty of in banking is we complicate the subject a little mm-hmm. bit. And there's quite a bit of jargon and it puts off a lot of people. But what we find is when we find a language that connects with people and we're able to break down concepts like borrowing, interest rates, return on investment into a language they understand. And I do want to emphasize, Sony, in my interactions, people know what they want from their money. They just need the conversation, the platform to be able to articulate it. We then see them taking up more products. So particularly in spaces like insurance, where we have very low penetration on the continent, Mm. once you tell people about the importance of planning and protecting their future, 
we have seen a bit of a pickup there. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I think I think you're right. When you can speak about it in basic, easy terms for somebody like myself to understand, I never did well in maths. I'm like, you know, uh, and having a partner like Stanvik who can hold my hand and really help me see from point A where I'm at financially to point B, buying my dream home, maybe getting a car, maybe uh, just putting away savings for getting a master's degree, whatever it might be. I think that's, that's really helpful. And it's helpful to see those uh, tangible ties. Uh, and I know that as Stambic Bank, you're often looking at the importance of extending access to financial services through agency banking and digital mobile solutions. How has this approach positively positively impacted individuals? So the digital revolution that we've seen in this country has had a huge impact on finance. For a long time uh, prior to that sort of move, we would find that finance was a preserve of a select part of our of the community. Now with digital solutions, a bank like ourselves is able to reach really anybody, anywhere. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. COVID was an interesting time, for instance, because during that period, we actually took the program digital. So previously, normally the Financial Fitness Academy is a face-to-face, two to three hour engagement. But what we were able to do during COVID is we went digital and that enhanced our reach. So we've done webinars um, now on a global scale. We've been able to reach different communities thanks to digital inclusion. And then even in terms of our own banking services, you talked about fulfillment and behavior change. Once we've had the discussion, then there are now tools and channels that we can adopt. You mentioned agency banking. We've got um, digital solutions on the investment side of our business. You can buy and sell securities, stocks, shares at the Nairobi Security Exchange from your phone. Mm -hmm. And these are ways in which we're able to kind of like broaden the conversation and bring more and more people in. Definitely. And I also think for younger generations, there's there's some institutions, and unfortunately banking is one of them, that gets this reputation for being kind of archaic, old. You know, you have to go in, sit with somebody, wait in line. Uh, but hearing that you're moving digitally and uh, making uh, banking accessible from as easy as your phone, your laptop, wherever you might be, it really is so important and really brings us into the future, if you will. It does. It does. And I think one of the one of the future developments we're looking forward to for the FFA, which is a financial fitness academy, mm-hmm. is actually putting it on an app. So we've done that in some mm. of our other markets, and we call it the What Matters app, which essentially is taking the content that started this journey as a physical or a one-on-one conversation. We went digital, and we've done the various sessions we have, and we now want to put that power into an app and have you be able to walk the journey. And that journey is something we'll speak about from where we start, how do you create um, wealth, how do you create value, all the way how do you plan for the future and that's a discussion I look forward to getting into. Yeah and you know you've kind of mentioned being inclusive and in- including like the digital advancements that you do to bring in the youth. And I'm wondering, uh, how does the FFA, the Financial Fitness Academy, include the youth in the labor market and in, in all that you're doing? So on the one hand, it's basic financial literacy, which we believe is a skill that's necessary to advance yourself in every aspect of your life. Uh, But one of the things we've also done at Stanbic is we work very closely with our foundation, Mm. who in the past have run a program called Futurely Digital, which essentially was about acquiring digital skills. Mm -hmm. So on the one hand, we're talking about pick up the actual digital skills that you need to be relevant in this digital age that we are now in. But don't forget, 
One of the things about money is, I know we talk about archaic, but money itself doesn't change that much. The principles are somewhat kind of like they stay over time. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to bring those two worlds together, speak in a language that the youth will understand. And I can tell you in my, uh, like I said, in our interactions with them, people know what they want. Mm -hmm. All they want is a partner who can speak that language and respond to their need. And the FFAs have allowed us to hear one-on-one from our from our clients and our partners, what do you want? What's your priority? Is it about how you spend? Is it about how you budget? How can mm-hmm. we help you with that? Or is it about accessing investment solutions, which is uh, my other day job, and how can we then travel that journey together? So it's a broad conversation, but there's a practical skills you can pick up on programs like Future Digital, and then there's a money language and the financial literacy that comes courtesy of the FFA. Hmm. And I, I think, too, with the academy and learning these basic financial literacy techniques, like you said, it doesn't change very much. It's quite, uh, it stays the same in terms of the language we use around money and finances. And what I found from my personal experience is just through doing a little bit of learning here and there, uh, you feel so much more empowered because sometimes I think uh, for myself, uh, I can feel shy going to a bank because I'm like, oh, I want to buy a house, but I don't really know much about mortgages or, you know, uh, things like that. And so if you have uh, just these basic financial languages and tools, then I think it makes your life much easier. I think you put it so well, Sony. It needs to be a conversation. So one of the things and the images, and maybe I'll share that as we leave, of the FFA is that we want to put you your family, those you care about at the heart of the financial discussion. Mm. So all these things we bring in, whether it's how you make your money, how you spend it, how you help your money to grow, how you give it, how you plan and protect, it needs to be in the context of what matters to you. So we have a piece where we talk about wealth is personal. Wealth Mm -hmm. is subjective. Your definition of wealth may be different from mine. Mm -hmm. So once you have the confidence that what you believe matters, then you can work with a partner in a way that kind of like guides them to your own personal goal. Capital FM. Now we are joined in studio by Kingori Gathinji, the head investment and financial fitness at, uh, the head of, I should say, investment and financial fitness at Stanbic Bank. Welcome, Kingori. Thank you, Yeah. Great to have you. It's and I was good to be here. I still am settling into the whole idea that I'm speaking to more people than I'm used to. <laughs> no, it's just us. It's just <laughs> us. Uh, and, you know, I was saying to you off air, you make uh, finance feel so accessible and so interesting, which I really appreciate because, like I said, I was never good at mathematics, and so I just always thought it's just not for me, you know? I, th- I think that's something we need to do more of. And my own introduction, um, uh, we could talk about that off, li- off air, but how I got into finance was also not by the traditional route. Mm. My background actually in law. Um, oh. But I just saw the opportunity, and I, I think we share that at Stanbic, that we, we need to have human conversations with our clients. In order to drive this country's growth, I think we need to speak to people in a language they can understand. And Mm -hmm. I say that quite a bit because I think for a long time, as an industry, we haven't always connected with the needs um, of the Wanainchi, let's just say Kenyans. And I think the more we can do that, and for us, the Financial Fitness Academy is a platform to do that, the better we will be able to achieve that goal of driving the country's growth. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think like exactly like you said, everybody benefits. And it's a shame that we don't teach this uh, basic financial literacy in schools. I mean, I know maybe some universities offer it, but uh, it really should be something that we're all learning. Because like you said earlier in this conversation, often growing up, you just look to your parents, family members, hopefully somebody knows a little something that they can pass along, you know, and uh, you go from there. Now, like you said, we are talking about the um, Financial Fitness Academy at Stanbit. And I'm wondering, uh, 
how do you at Stanbic Bank ensure inclusivity in financial education? And are there specific adaptations or tools used to make the training accessible? So one of the very interesting initiatives we got involved in um, last year with the Kenya Bankers Association was actually translating the content. And I want to spend a moment just breaking down what is this content? Because um, Financial Fitness Academy and maybe even Academy is a big word. Mm -hmm. What what are we talking about? We're essentially talking about five things. Mm -hmm. Um, One is we want to take participants in the program through an understanding of how do you make your money? And it seems like an intuitive question. How Mm. do you make your money? But in Create and Build, and that's what we call that particular section, we actually ask you to be deliberate about the levers that you can pull in your own financial journey. So for instance, we live in an age of self-improvement. A lot of people look at the skills that I have as kind of set in stone because that's how we were educated. But today, you can embark on programs, you can upskill yourself, you Mm -hmm. can make yourself more relevant, you can earn more money either on the side or even in your conventional job. Um, So in Create and Build, we just tell people to look at what you have in your hand and how you can enhance it. And then we tell people to take a long-term view, which is a big issue when it comes to financial literacy. Short-term thinking stops a lot of people achieving their investment objectives. So when you take a quadrant like that, Create and Build, how do you make your money? We find that as a foundation for the discussion of financial literacy, it opens people's eyes and people begin to say, Actually, I could do more with my time, with my skills to earn more money. And when I have more money, then we can now go to the discussion of how do you spend that money, which is the next quadrant of live and enjoy. Mm -hmm. So those are the two major ones. No, it's just the start. So if I quickly run through them, so once you're done with create and build, Uh we talk about live and enjoy. And in live and enjoy, we introduce some very basic principles. And one of them is budgeting. Um, And budgeting is an interesting one because most people would say they budget, but how many people actually budget and live their financial (laughs) lives as guided by that budget? It's not a theoretical exercise. It's actually saying that you're budgeting for everything. So if I take the example, for instance, of black tax, which is part of who we are. I mean, we give back, we support each other. But how many people actually budget for the support they intend to extend to their family or loved ones? And we're saying budget for everything that matters, down to the cup of coffee you have um, at Java or wherever every day, because it all adds up. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it gives you a much better impression of how much do I have to save and invest? So if I can just walk with your uh, listeners, we've talked about how you spend your money, Mm. create and build. Then we're talking about how do you spend it, live and enjoy. And we talk about issues like budgeting. How do you manage debt, which is a big concern. We know that interest rates have risen um, and you need to adjust because of that. But once you have a clear and working budget, then we come to what we call save and invest. And in save and invest, we say with the resources that you have, how can they work for you? How can you put your money to work so that while you're hustling, your money is working just as hard? Mm -hmm. Because part of financial literacy is knowing that there is a time value of money. Every second counts. The sooner you can get your money into a place where it's earning you a return, Mm -hmm. the more likely you are to achieve your goals in life. And then once we've had that discussion, and in that discussion, we talk about the solutions that are available. So Stanbic Bank is a fully integrated financial services organization. There's a lot we can do. But we don't want it to be product-led. We want it to be needs-based and driven. So we want you to tell us, my concern is retirement. And then mm-hmm. we will think, what product can you get onto now that will ensure you can plan for it? And then as we come to the conclusion of the program, we talk about share and legacy, which is about giving back. Because for us, 
finance and money isn't just about money, money, money and receiving. It's also about balancing that with purpose. Mm -hmm. And purpose is what matters to you. What kind of legacy do you want to leave for your family? What kind of impact do you want to leave in society? And we talk about the ripple effect that your individual actions, like uh, Professor Wangarama that I once said, her little thing can make an impact. And identifying a cause that you can support is part of that. And we talk a little bit about that. We talk about the work that we're doing at the foundation. And then finally, and I've given you a quick overview of a two to three hour program, we talk about plan and protect. Mm -hmm. I mentioned earlier, insurance penetration in Kenya is very low. And what it essentially means in simple terms is a lot of people are courting risks in their daily lives that they have not provided for, mm -hmm. they're not protected against. And in, in, in Plan and Protect, we tell you how we can introduce a subject, break it down, take out the technical speak, have you understand general insurance, life insurance, what applies to you, what is too much insurance, what is too little insurance. And once we're done there, we think we've given you a fairly good foundation to then engage with a financial partner like ourselves and really kickstart that journey. You know, I think you've also taught a lot of people, myself included, about how far this financial journey goes, right? Because you don't think about legacy often. You don't think about like who, who you're leaving your wealth to, the wealth that you acquire, and who else you're trying to bring up with you. And I think a lot of people, you mentioned budgeting, get stuck at that budgeting phase. We all know we have to do it, uh, but how many of us are living by the budgets that we create? And also remembering that, you know, budgeting to me also kind of sounds like dieting. It sounds like restrictive. But really, a good budget will also include money or allowance for fun, for miscellaneous, miscellaneous activities. It's not always paying off debts, paying your bills, and then sitting at home. You can also write, you can include in a budget going to the movies. You can, and you should, because I love one of the quotes we share in the program is, a budget is telling your money where to go rather mm -hmm. than wondering where it went. And <laughs> I think a lot of people can relate with the fact that you get paid or you get money in from whatever you're doing um, to earn, but you can't really account for what it went towards. And that's a pretty empty feeling. Oh, it's the worst. as you get along. Because, like I said, time is the one thing that we're not in control of. And you need to maximize the return while you're actively working so that you can get to the point of retirement, which for us is a stage, not an age. A lot of people think about retirement 60, 55, 65. When they know 45. Retirement is a stage. It's <laughs> when you get to the point where you can do the things that really bring you joy. And to get there with confidence, we think a budget is an often overlooked tool. Simple tool, mm -hmm. not complicated, not technical. But are you committed to it? Have you shared it now that we're in the month of um, February? Have you shared it with your loved ones, with your partner? Because there's nothing like budgeting in isolation and then realizing nobody else knows what your priorities are. Yes. And they will come, they will distract you, they will put you out, and you need to have, be able to communicate your budget to your family, to your spouse, so that you can walk the journey together. Yes, and we've talked a little bit about, you know, the beginning stages of the FFA and where with kind of the long-term goals of the Financial Fitness Academy and where, where you're seeing these individuals land once they c go through this academy. Um, but I'm wondering, how does Stanbic Bank collaborate with other stakeholders like I educational institutions or government bodies to further promote this whole financial literacy that you're uh, advocating for? Thanks, Tony. So, I mean, we we want this discussion to go as far as possible, um, and it's quite necessary to partner for that. So you mentioned educational institutions, and like I said, we've been to schools, and we think schools are an excellent place uh, because, one, you've got fertile minds. We've got young people who actually are much more clued in than we know. A lot of young people understand the concept of 
um, earning uh, a return of the resources they have, whether it's pocket money, whether it's money they may be able to make over a venture. So that's one of the places we'd like to do much more. And certainly if any are listening in and you have an audience in your school setting that you'd like us to come and speak to, we're more than happy to do it. Like I said, we have an iteration of the FFA that's specifically designed to speak to a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you talk about institutions, whether it's the Central Bank of Kenya, the Kenya Bankers Association, they all have stated financial literacy goals. Um, and last year, like I mentioned earlier, we had a partnership with the KBA, the Kenya Bankers Association, that allowed us to actually speak to a hearing impaired community. Now, we did not have all the capabilities required to do that ourselves, but we have the content and they were able to facilitate an interaction that allowed us to then have that message get to an audience who would not ordinarily listen to Mm -hmm. it. And then, like I said, the youth is a big one. So through the foundation, um, when we talk about financial empowerment, working with enterprises, I think the idea is not to leave anyone out of this conversation. Maybe the last one I'd mention is we do have a Chama culture in this country, and we think that's a very powerful thing. So we actually have a product um, that's, for us, a platform to engage Chamas more about thinking about financial literacy, and it's called the Chama app, and that's available, anyone can find it. And what that does is it takes this sometimes informal grouping of individuals and focuses you on your financial goals, and it gives you the tools to organize your interaction to achieve them. So I, I think, Sony, for us, it's we're open. And I think a platform like yours is an excellent one to hear, even from your listeners, what more do you think we can do? What areas do you think we can play in? I mean, you can get onto our social media handles. We're on IG, we're on Facebook, we're on X, Stanbic KE. Tell us what for you is your priority. What's your concern when it comes to financial literacy? And if we don't already cover it in the Financial Fitness Academy, I can guarantee you we'd be happy to include it. I'm sure you already cover it because it is so incredibly uh, well thought out and um in depth, the work that it sounds like you're doing at Stanbic Bank. So we appreciate it so much. Before I let you go, I do have to ask about uh, the season of love as it's Valentine's Day Wednesday. My goodness. Um, I often say people fight about three things, right? The bedroom, the broomstick and the budget. Those are the three B's that people will fight about in romantic relationships. And what financial advice can you give to young couples, people in relationships? Should people be looking at money at what stage do you sit down on your first date and say, so what? how much debt do you have? What are the kind of conversations we should Where be having? Where do you start? I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's a very, very important um, subject. Um, I was looking at, and really any of the statistics you look at in terms of relationship longevity, some of the common sources of strife in relationships seems to throw up finances. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's about agreeing about long-term investment objectives or whether it's simply how do you manage your monthly budget, it clearly is a potential source of strain in a relationship. Um, and in thinking about it, and I did give it some thought, a word that comes up very often is communication. Mm-hmm. Communication. Um, and for me, and I, I want to stay in my lane here as a banker, much as I've been married for a bit, but I want to <laughs> stay in my lane. I think you need to communicate what matters to you in terms of where you're headed financially. So a lot of the times when people get together, and like I said, I'm sticking to my lane, you talk about um, are you emotionally compatible? Are you, do you feel like chemistry? Are you physically compatible? Um, do you share spiritual beliefs, perhaps, if that's the thing? But you don't often people talk about financial compatibility. Mm-hmm. Are you financially compatible? Do you have the same vision of what wealth is? Are you headed in the same direction? 
do you want to own a home? Do you want to rent most of your life and spend your money on traveling? And when you're not clear about those things, it can lead to an increasingly separated existence. Um, and we then see when it gets to the, the tail end, you actually see people going separate ways. So my advice um, from a financial point of view is plan together. Mm -hmm. I think it should be one of the tests for your relationship is how open can you be? I think the test many of us apply is who got the bill on mm -hmm. the first few dates. And that's a start, <laughs> but I think you should take it much further. Are you in your initial interactions able to speak openly about um, your money situations? Or are you putting up walls and perhaps even uh, facades that don't actually tell somebody, this is where I am, I'm hoping to get further, but this is where I am. Mm. So I think my message is, this February, this Valentine's, gift your partner, gift your spouse, gift your person, bank account balance, your pin number, <laughs> even what? be that open. <laughs> I mean, tell them this is who I am. Yeah. Um, and there's no secrets. And then when you're clear about that, when you're transparent about that, I think maybe bank account number is better than pin. <laughs> that could uh, cause its own problems. Yeah. Then you can start the journey together. So mm -hmm. I think the takeaway um, for me is communication. People talk a lot about many things in relationships. You talk about politics, you talk about the weather. Are you talking about your money to each other? Mm -hmm. And are you being honest about it? Well, thank you so much. That is sage advice, and I really appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, one last time, please share that website for us so that we know where to go to find more information on Stambic Bank and uh, the FFA as a whole. Happy to do that. So we, we have a website, and that perhaps is a place you could start if it's easy for you to do, and that's www.stanbic.co.ke. Stanbic.co. Okay. And then if you're on social media, you can find us on X, on Instagram, Facebook, and the handle is StanbicKE. And like I said, you can start the conversation there. Not to forget that we have a branch network. So if you see a branch yes. of ours, feel free to walk in, ask about investments, ask about the Financial Fitness Academy, ask with the confidence I hopefully have given your listeners what Stanbic can do for you. And I'm hoping that your listeners will be better able to articulate their need because we think that's the transition we're looking for, where our potential customers, our stakeholders can come in and clearly articulate their goals in their language and give us the challenge of responding to you in a way that helps you move forward so we can move Kenya forward and drive our growth. It's been a real pleasure. I thank you for your time and I look forward. Thank you, Kingori. This was so inform informative. I really enjoyed this conversation, and I will definitely be checking you out on social media. And thank you so much for joining me today. Capital FM.